Hello, welcome to Smash Hit Sports. I'm your host, Cody, and today Nick and I are going to be giving our predictions for the ACC. We're also going to include Notre Dame because selfishly I want to talk team. about my Irish. They're an eh? ACC team. <laughs> not, not, not part of the conference, although although we were ACC regular champions the only season we were ever in it. So that was 100%. What year was that? COVID year, bro. 2020. What? Oh, that's when Trevor got COVID. Yeah, that was when Trevor got COVID. He played a DJ. Yeah, yeah. And we still should have won. I actually, I needed Clemson to win that game to hit like a 10-leg, like $2,000 parlay from like five. Um, Like $5 to win, yeah, two grand. And I was in college, so yeah, that money would have been great. And yeah, they lost. And I I was so upset. Oh, man. Uh, I hate Notre Dame forever for that. Thoughts and praise, and you're trying to. And I hate DJU forever for that. Ooh, and and we'll have to talk about him. Um, Let's start with, so I just did these kind of in alphabetical order. So we will, uh, we'll start with Boston College first. Their win total is five and a half. They have lost Phil Jerkovich. He transferred to Pitt, um, which he was up and down for them quite a bit last year. Their best player got drafted. Yeah. so, what is what is what are your thoughts on Boston College? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're garbage. Um, I think they're going to go three and nine. Um, like, I guess Virginia Tech's the bottom barrel of the ACC mm-hmm. this year, from the research I've done. Um, but Boston College is is right next to them, in my opinion. Yeah, so I have them in the same ballpark. I have them at three wins. Or two wins. I have them at two and ten. Um, I think they go two and zero. Oh. I think they beat NIU and Holy Cross. I have them losing to. They're losing to Army. I have them losing to UConn. Like I have them losing to. I have them losing to Virginia Tech. So that which may be our one game where we have a little uh, difference here, but I. No, will... I honestly think I have VT beating Boston College as okay. part of their two wins. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm going to be very honest. There is a, a pretty decent chance that I do not watch a single Boston College football game this year. No, I don't even know if they play Clemson. I, I... They don't. Yeah, okay, then <laughs> they, I won't. They don't. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Good uh, good Boston College preview. They will not yeah, all be all that Boston short. Boston College fans out there <laughs> that are yeah. listening in. Um, um, yeah, what? so sorry about this little segment, but... Yeah, say one nice thing about Boston College. Their red bandana jerseys are yeah, incredibly challenge sick. impossible. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they do have those awesome jerseys, and I love the cause, and I love like the history behind it. So, um, yeah, very, very cool. One of the best alternates in the sport. But let's talk about a real team. Let's talk about a team that uh, that I'm sure we're gonna have mixed emotions on because your bias is just oozing from your pores. Yeah, you um, can see it. <laughs> the, uh, the the Clemson Tigers. Their win total is at ten games, which mm. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be honest. I was a little shocked by that. Um, I thought it would be higher. They play a pretty difficult schedule this year. They play at South Carolina. They play Notre Dame, but they get Notre Dame at home. They play at NC State, and they play Florida State, um, I think, are the biggest games on their schedule. They open the season with Duke at Duke, which would be a pretty I fun think game. I think Miami's yeah. a bigger game than, than NC State, in my opinion. Really? But, yeah, but, I mean, NC State's a rival, but, like, I, we're never. I'm not scared. Of NC State. I think Miami could start out hot. They they had you know top 
seven recruiting class or whatever, top 15 transfer. Like, they have talent. NC State, yep. no more Devin Leary. They were shit after Devin Leary got hurt. And we still beat them with DJU. So um, That's fair. What are you, So, Cade Klubnik is, is the guy. And, like, is it Klubnik or Klubnik? It's Klubnik. Klubnik. Yeah, I was, I was gonna just let you keep going, TBH, but yeah, nothing like uh, sound like a dumbass on your own college football. <laughs> on your college football uh, he's a new this... guy. It's fine. Can See, but the problem is he's not. Last he, name. <laughs> he played fair, but he played. You know, towards the end of last season, he had some ups and right. downs. Do yeah, you, no, he... Do you feel more confident about Clubnick going into this year than you did about DJU going into the last year? Oh my God. I last year, I I was so on the I hate DJ wave. Um, like I have receipts. I've I watched film. Like I was trying to make sure that I was right or give myself hope. But I was like, oh, so DJ yeah. just can't make a read, right? Like he can't make a second read. He just he literally hasn't done it at all in 2021. So going into 2022, I was like this immobile lard is going to suck. So I wanted Cade Klubnik to start week one last year. But the yep. thing is, I feel like with Cade, he had a younger aura about him than some of the 18-year-old true freshmen that come in. Like your Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. comes in and he has this, you know, 27-year-old vibe to him. Like he, yep. he feels like a seasoned vet, but he's not. Klubnik, you could just tell that he's a young guy. I mean, when you were 18, when I was 18, like I wasn't, you know, oh, close to being able to, yeah, yeah, I was just a young guy, like just a lack of maturity and experience, I guess, just in life. Um, so I think that giving him another year and then giving him Garrett Riley, um, is going to do incredible things. Um, cause I, I even if we didn't give him Garrett Riley, I think that he'd take a massive step up because now he's yep. 19 going on 20 has a year under his belt. Um, more comfortable, all that. Um, yeah, so given, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought up Garrett Riley because I thought as far as offensive or non-head coaching hires go, I think that might have been the biggest one of the offseason. Um, Clemson's offensive system last year was not great, right? Not great for a team that has national championship hopes. Right? It was that is, so annoying to watch because it was just bubble screen um, focused. Mm-hmm. So like, and again, we had a stupid quarterback who couldn't make a, a read. So it, yeah, I guess Streeter was have, limited, but. And Garrett Riley is going to stretch the field. He is going to put pressure on the defense at, you know, multiple levels. Are, do you expect the offense to take a significant leap under Garrett Riley? Yeah, massive. And I think it's going to happen immediately. Um, and again, maybe I'm, I have this, like lens on where I'm just hopeful um, that's possible. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people have this lens on where they want Clemson to fail because yep. they've had a lot of success and it's like yep. the same. They've gotten to like the Alabama level where people are like, Oh, I, Alabama might suck. Well then they're going to suck. Right. Like me this year. Yeah. Um, and I just think, yeah, it's, it's the whole idea of um, like Clubnick can run. Like what? What did Riley do with Max Duggan? He had him be a three-threat quarterback, right? Like he is doing RPOs, he's doing designed runs, he's he's he can throw it long, do anything. Um, so 
I think Klubnik's absolutely. And I think Vegas thinks that as well. They have him fifth in Heisman voting, you know? Yep. Yeah. I, I would be, I would not be shocked if Klubnik is towards the end of the year in that Heisman conversation. Um, that being said, I want to hear it from you first. What is your, what's your prediction for Clemson's record? Yeah. Um, listen, I, I think that, Everyone says, like, oh, Clemson's defense is going to be good again, which is absolutely true. But I think yep. people are like, oh, Jeremiah Trotter, he's great, right? Yes. And, like, Makumba, um, and then they have, like, some D-line guys. Like, yeah, Rook is front, coming which back. Which their front seven is always, always good. Peter Woods is going to be, like, one of the best freshmen. But, like, there are guys like Nate Wiggins and Barrett Carter who aren't getting love. Like, I probably said last year a couple times that Barrett Carter is the best player on our roster. And I'm shocked that, like, pe- people still don't know Barrett Carter. I, like, he is so good, like, having watched every game and, and watching our defense play. I think he's better than Trotter. But, like, I think both of them are amazing. I just think that we're stacked, barring injuries. Secondary should be a lot better. And our defensive coordinator is coming off of his rookie year being a defensive coordinator. Yep. So one more year in the belt for him. He's kind of, like, had some growing pains against Tennessee in the bowl game. There were a lot of blown coverages that were just, like – yep unacceptable um so i'm expecting just everything to get better um just because we've been we've had to deal with a lot of inconsistency these past two years but we're such yep. we're, we're a big brand now it, it's unacceptable so i expect to get better i think clemson's going 12 and 1 um the loss i honestly think is going to be fluky um you know still kind of got a young team um, and again, Cade is still, he's going to be like 19, right? So I think we might yeah. just get a fluky loss where we're not, we don't go into the game thinking that it matters as much as it does. Um, because the big games, again, like Florida State's talking all this shit. Clemson thrives when they're getting disrespected. That like yep. little old Clemson, right? Um, so Florida State saying we're the best team in the ACC. It's like, no, you've been shit. For a while, right? Clemson, yeah. we were we were up thirty-four to fourteen in Tallahassee last year in the fourth quarter, right? And we had DJU and Brandon Streeter and like the whole mosh posh team, and we still like that game was close in score, but not close at all. So I'm not scared of Florida State, and I think that the fact that Florida State's saying this shit, Clemson's going to go in and win. Notre Dame, same thing. Y'all just decapitated us last year. And I feel like that's just, we're going to go in and be like, that can't happen again. You know what I mean? And we're at home this time. Uh, South Carolina, we lost to at home. You like you have to deal with a year of hearing about that from everyone in the state. There's no yep. way you can let that happen again. So it's yep. just these big games are games that like are going to be the biggest games of almost like the decade as far as like just, you can't, you can't lose two straight to South Carolina. You just can't do it, right? Or else yep. it's their state again. So that's why I'm like, I, I, I think we're going to go all out in these games and, and win um, and maybe lose to like a, like a Miami or a UNC where, where we're just not thinking. That's fair. That's fair. Um, no, sorry, I just rambled on, but I have a no, lot of thoughts about Clemson. So you, you're good. Yeah, let me know um, what you think. That, so I agree with a lot of what you're saying. The, the thing is, is that they don't have like the games where they got caught 
uh, sleeping last year. Like they're not going to, you're not going to sleep against Florida state. That game is going to be probably for the regular season conference title. You're not going to sleep against Notre Dame because Notre Dame beat your ass last year in South Bend. You now get them at home and you're not going to sleep against South Carolina because Spencer Rattler and what, you know, what they did last year. So I don't like complacency is very easy to get to in college football. And I don't think Clemson is going to be complacent because now they're going to have to fight a little bit. The ACC has been, it's been kind of a joke the last two years. And like Clemson had, you know, their losses to Notre Dame and South Carolina, like on pay, like weren't bad. Like they were ugly just because of the final score. But like a two loss team is not, like most teams would kill to go 10 and two, but not Clemson. Right. So that's, that's your like Clemson should be good. They expect to be good. And now they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder. They're going to be pissed off. I have them going 11 and one. I have them losing to Florida state. Um, I have, I did not predict in my schedule predictions, the conference title, but if we get to see Clemson and Florida state play on a Saturday or in early October, late I think it's, First weekend of October. We play September. Um, it's it's like the twenty fourth, I think. Okay, so like end of September, and then you get to see that game again towards the end of the season. Yeah, it's it's going to be electric. Um, but yeah, I I have Clemson going eleven and one. I think, and I I would be surprised. I I fine. I'll call it. I'll call my shot. I think Clemson wins the ACC. I think they get back into the college football playoff. Yeah, I mean, if you do have Clemson losing to FSU in September, it, it makes sense to assume that they would. It's really hard to beat a team twice. Right. Yeah, especially when that chip was already kind of on your shoulder going in. Now it's just like it, mega on your shoulder. Because I'm, I'm like definitely iffy on whether or not, because I have Clemson, Florida State in, in the ACC championship game, but I have Clemson beating Florida State in September. So it's like, I would be much more scared in that uh, championship game. And I just as a Clemson alum, yeah. of course, I'm going to pick them to win that um, and, and go 12 and one and have a really good resume at the end of the year. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll have to see how the other, other conferences pan out, but yeah, I have Clemson having a, a real good resume, like a real good uh, CFP chance. Yeah. And at the, at the end of the day, when it like, when I was kind of picking this, it's if I trust I trust Dabo to be a great head coach like he has been over the last decade. Over like don't get me, I think Mike Norvell has done a hell of a job. I think he's he is the right guy for Florida State. But I Dabo's been there. He's done that. I trust Dabo more. So um give me eleven and one there. Um let's let's move on to Duke, the Blue Devils. Mike Elko does not get enough credit for what because Duke used to, it, it's a basketball school. We don't care about a football program. It's a basketball school. They're, Duke is a solid team. Yeah. Like they are, they play well. Mike Elko has that, like they're disciplined, they're well coached, they're really good on special teams. Um, they got a, they got a pretty tough draw this year as far as who they're playing. They're opening the season with Clemson. They also play Florida State and North Carolina, like, and Notre Dame. They, they got a pretty tough draw. Um, what do you think on this Duke team as far as can they be a threat in the ACC or at least, you know, make noise? I mean, they're definitely my sleeper team in the ACC. Um, 
as far as being realistic and trying to actually nail a prediction, mm-hmm. um, I have them going seven and five, but that's with like a fluky loss to like a Yukon or something. Right. And, yeah. and just losing to all four teams that you just named. But I think it is very possible that they just demolish Yukon. Um, and then, win a game against either Clemson, Notre Dame, FSU, or UNC. Yep. For you have four chances against the, the top dogs. UNC, not really a top dog, but like, you know what I mean? Teams with expectations. Yeah, four chances to beat one of them. And you have a good squad with a good coach and a good energy about your team. It's kind of crazy to say they're going to lose all of those chances. Um, it's just what one are they going to beat? Like it feels too wild to say Duke's going to beat Clemson week one. That's just not, uh, just yeah. no way. Right. Duke beating Notre Dame just feels wild right now. Um, yeah. But could it happen? I think maybe. So they're my sleeper, but I have them going seven and five. Yeah. I also have them going seven and five. Their win total is six and a half. Um, I would probably lean. I think they have a better chance of winning eight games than they have of winning six is my, I have them because their schedule also plays out kind of well where they play Notre Dame and then they have their bye week and then they play NC State. Like if they could win that game, it's at home. Like I could I could see a you know, a season where we're sitting here and we're like, Duke has Duke has eight wins. Like I don't think that's Yeah. I don't that think that's every now and then when whenever people like just aren't looking at them, they'll just be yeah. like eight and four and you're like Wow, they're playing in like the Alamo Bowl against like ranked Texas A and M. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it'll be exciting. Um, I was I was thinking about going to that Notre Dame Duke game, but we'll see. We'll uh, yeah, that'd we'll probably see. be a cheap, cheaper option compared to some. Yeah, but. well, because I looked at that and then I looked at Notre Dame Clemson. I was just like, holy fuck, these tickets are so much. Better. Yeah, there's no shot. Also, I'm going. I I want to, but can't. Yeah, Not, I also I, like want to go to death valley but we need a that would be timer. cool to link up there though you know what i mean it would be dope that would be cool would be dope. live episode collab. yo get the fans but, uh, out there we need to get uh hey uh tick pick game time um what are the Seat Seat Geek. Geek. you uh you trying to fanatics whatever it is let's get some let's get yeah, some tick- like, hey how are you doing Hey yo, um, next let's go. Let's talk with the uh, the other big dog in the in the ACC. Florida State is my Mike Norvell's done a hell of a job. They have some absolute fiends on the defensive line. Jared Verse Versey, however you pronounce his last name, he's he is a weapon. Yeah, Verse. Um, um Jared, I, yeah, he might be the best player in the ACC as a whole. I think I, I think he is. I he's so freaking good. He's a premium player at a premium position, man. Like getting to the pass rusher is so important in college football, and they have one of the best. Their running back is good. Um, he was, I think, just shy of a thousand yards last year. Who Trey um, Benson? But, yeah, Benson. But the other yeah, guy transferred overrated. to Kansas State. Trey so. Benson's overrated. Re- yeah, okay. I think, I, I think he's a bit slower. Um, he kind of reminds me of Will Shipley, I guess, a little, but. He's just like a less agile, slower. He's probably the same speed yeah. as Chipley, but I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think he has breakaway speed. Um, so he doesn't electrify me. 
That's fair. They also did get one of the bigger um, acquisitions in the transfer portal in Keon Coleman, the wide receiver from Michigan State. Yeah, he's good. I think that's really going to help Jordan Travis, giving them another weapon because it's their wide receivers were, uh, I think, surprisingly good last year, but they weren't like elite. Um, I think having Coleman on the outside now helps that tremendously. Um, they got a tight end who's a, a pretty damn good player. I think Florida State's going to be really fucking good. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I. they're going to be really. I damn mean, they good. have because they they even got that corner from UVA. Um, yep. Shore up the secondary because the secondary wasn't great. It was fine, but I I think it's going to be good. Um, like they were also they're, banged up last year too, which is banged tough. up. They just didn't like have they, any depth. I look at their defense and I'm like, okay, that's it's scary. Like it looks like a, a good defense, and of course, they have like two great receivers. They have a pretty good tight end and in, in Bell. Um, yep. right. And, and I'm not saying, um, that Trey Benson's a, a bad running back. I, I just think some people are saying he's amazing. I, I don't know, but Travis yeah. really good QB. Like, I feel like where are their holes? They showed up their own line. They, yep. barring injury, have the roster to compete. And I just, I think they will compete in a week. A- ACC, the ACC's not back quite yet. Um, I do have them losing to Clemson. I think they'll drop one fluky one i think they beat lsu um yep i do i think lsu's a wee tad bit overrated but i mean we'll see um i think they win that game lose to clemson and then i don't know drop drop a game against like pitt something like how clemson is going to drop just bro pitt's a pitt's always a scary we'll talk about him but yeah florida State goes to pitt in in the cold right and just plays bad one day that i can see 100 percent 10 and two for me, maybe 11 and two, maybe 10 and three, depending on, on the championship game. Yep. I, so I have them going 11 and one. Um, I have them losing to LSU week one and then rattling off uh, 11 straight, which is tough for any team. But I think, you know, the, the nice thing about that'd Florida. Be, that'd be cool. Cause so you're saying 11 and one Clemson versus 11 and one Florida state in the yep. ACC. So that, I mean, yep. If we get and then there, the AC, your ACC championship winner like, gets into the playoff, loser goes home. Like, yeah, hundred percent. That's like number three versus number six or number five yeah. by that point. You know? Yep. Uh, that would be that's, really cool. Yeah. That, and that's what I'm hoping for. Um, I think just cause their, their schedule aligns really nicely too. Like they play LSU at the beginning of the year in a standalone Sunday night game, which will be kick ass. Um, it was incredible. Last year it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was incredible last year. And then they get Southern Miss and Boston College, essentially two cupcakes before they play Clemson. And I, Flor, I think Florida's dog shit. Florida, Florida's. Yes, I do not of, have them winning six games. They're missing the bowl yeah, for me. I have them missing a bowl as well. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see. But I I really really like this Florida State team. Um, I think they're going to be a fun ass team to watch. I think that you know. If we end up with uh, eleven and one and eleven and one, like that would be, that would be a hell of a matchup for the ACC championship. So, yeah, um, we haven't had a good ACC championship matchup in a long time. Yeah, wonder when the last. But time hopefully, is. with with no divisions, like that, this should be it should be better for the conference. Right. Um. So next team on the list, Georgia Tech stinks. I yep. think Georgia Tech uh, does stink. Yes, that's right. Cause they had, they, they got, I think Brent keys, their head coach. I'm not, I don't know enough about him to like really say anything that 
you know, I just know that their their AD is not investing money in that team. So, and that's uh, that's a ton in college sports. People don't realize, like, when you looked at, I don't know if you saw the graphic that came out. It was like the college athletic programs that made the most money. Yeah, and Ohio State made like a quarter of a billion dollars, and like every team or every school on that list was like insanely like you just they put a ton of effort energy and resources into their athletic programs right those are the teams that you think of when you think of college sports you don't think of georgia tech so yeah like even like georgia tech was good in the 90s but like now we're i don't don't know it's tough um i have them going four and eight their win total is four and a half um i just yeah I mean, they played Georgia at the at the end of the year. Like, yeah, sneaky uh, one there. I, I feel like GT might get that one actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So, um, I, the, I think they'll beat the they'll beat the teams they should. The South Carolina States and Boston College, and um, I have them winning against Virginia, but I, that's yeah. I have them five and seven uh, beating Virginia. Oh. Yeah, I mean five and seven over the win total. It is. But it's still, it's still, you know, I feel like that's standard Georgia Tech, just yeah. what they do. Um, they'll, they'll maybe have one game this year where it'll be like, hey, wait a second, they don't look that all that bad, or pull off some some impressive win, um, but probably not. So five and seven, maybe four and eight, doesn't matter. Yep. Um, let's talk about the Cardinals. Um, Louisville's win total is eight. They obviously brought in Jeff Brom, which is an improvement over Scott Satterfield, in my opinion. Um, I think that'll be good for the program. However, they did lose their quarterback to the draft. Um, So there is going to be a little bit of roster turnover. What are your thoughts on Louisville? They got a pretty tough schedule. Um, They do play Notre Dame at home, which certainly helps. But um, actually, no, I lied. Their schedule is easy as shit. Their schedule is so easy. Um, I I tweeted this out, um, and it got you know got a couple eyeballs on it. But their schedule is they are one of five teams that at some point were favored to win every game on their schedule. Um, that is no longer the case. They are now favored to lose against Notre Dame at home. Um, they're not projected to lose against Notre Dame at home. But we uh, Louisville has an unbelievably easy schedule. It's they don't play any of the top teams in the ACC outside of Miami, I guess. But um, what are your thoughts on the Cardinals this year? Yeah, I mean, like I said last episode, um, I I'm not huge on their new hire. Um, I feel like I I just I just feel like Louisville is not there yet, and people are like, oh, they're back, and like you're saying, they have an easy schedule, but like they're probably the same talent level in my opinion as a lot of the teams they play um so like i have them dropping notre dame duke miami and then mm-hmm. maybe louisville's the team that georgia tech kind of like plays well against and they lose or maybe they lose to indiana like that'd be kind of wild yeah. but they could um so i'm thinking eight and four seven and five uh, i definitely don't think nine i i have them at six and six yeah this is one of the more confident um, bets that I have. And it's just a lot of things are aligning here. It is losing games that you're not supposed to, but also at the same, like, and I understand that everybody wants to point it 
you know, having a good schedule, but you have a new head coach, a new quarterback, new system. Like it's a new offense. It's a new defense. Everything about this is new. Yeah. I feel like people and, just want Louisville to be good this year for some reason. Yes. Like, um, they also, the, at, they're after their bye week is fucking, it, it's not like no joke, but they, they play NC state, Notre Dame Pitt in three straight weeks. Like that's not easy. They get their bye and then they play Duke. And like, that's not, that's a stretch of games where like, if they win one of those, two of those, like that'd be pretty solid, but that's going to be tough. And then you end the year at Miami and then Kentucky at home and you're not beating Kentucky. You don't have, they don't have the front, they don't have the front seven defensively and they don't have the offensive line to compete with an SEC school. Not, not right now, especially with Devin Leary Um, at Kentucky. Right. It, like this is probably I guess that's where we differ because I just for almost the hell of it just because shit is going to be so much different by the end of the year um and Mm -hmm. I I don't think Kentucky's uh, a good team I don't think they have a a very good roster it's fine but um I think Louisville could could definitely beat Kentucky uh there would just have to be like if Louisville gets decimated by injury and Kentucky doesn't and stuff obviously not but if it's the other way around give me Louisville so but yeah I do have them seven and five um, so the under, yeah. Um, let's move to Miami, which I'm going to call them the third wheel of the ACC this year. I think they are the, the team outside of, um, Clemson and Florida state that, yeah, I mean, they're just not, they're not quite there with Cristobal. Um, their win total is seven and a half. Um, what are your, how you feeling about the U? I have them nine and three, um, and I think they could definitely go ten and two if they beat Texas A and M. Um, but again, I do have them beating Clemson in my like actual prediction, right? Yep. So they they drop one to Florida State, they drop one to UNC, um, but I, I just feel like they'll be so much more competitive. Uh, they again, I they have a top ten recruiting class. Yep. They're returning a lot of their production. I think they're like 30th in returning production, top 15 transfer portal incoming. Um, yep. And, and it's just like, it, I guess they kind of remind me of like the Butch Jones, Tennessee teams. Um, or like what, what was that his name? Butch, Butch Jones. Yeah. 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 Stocky guy. Great at recruiting. Yep. Decent football mind. And was like always competitive in these games but would kind of fall short in the big ones. And and I just feel like that's going to be Miami for a little bit here. Yeah. The vibe I, I, get. I like, I don't, I don't know if Cristobal is the guy yet. Um, yeah. We'll, have we'll to see. see. It's they, they got a new DC, which I think will help. Their defense was great. And like Tyler Van Dyke was not good last year. I feel like they just didn't um, care last year, you know? Yeah. It's one of those, I think in a world of NIL, they were, a little too focused on the wrong things. Yeah. They just uh, needed to like try, like it, they tried yeah, a little at the it, beginning and then just kind of shit hit the fan and they just stopped trying. It's like if they put an effort, they, and the roster got a lot better and it's just hard to imagine that they're that bad again. So. Yeah. I, and I don't, I have Texas A&M um, improving quite a bit, so I don't have them winning that game, but. Oh, try, so I, do I, I think that that's like a, a big game. Like I have Texas A&M, yeah. I think nine and three as well, but they, Miami's going to be week in. two is a lot of good week two is a lot of good college football matchups. You get Texas A&M, Miami, Texas and Alabama. 
Um, there will be a lot of a lot of fun games week two, but I have Miami going eight and four. Um, I have them dropping the Texas A&M, North Carolina, and then I have them. I have Clemson winning. So that's the difference between you and I. Um, right. Um, but I, I mean, I feel pretty good about Miami this year. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I like when Miami's good and not embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk North Carolina. Um, Drake May is going to be the talk of this team. It is it zeroed out my mind that that's going to be why people are are paying attention. However, here's the thing with North Carolina: they lost Phil Longo, their offensive coordinator. He went with Luke Fickle over to Wisconsin. I think that makes a world of difference for this North Carolina offense. That being said, their schedule has a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Like they play Campbell in week 10. Why? Like <laughs> I make fun of the SEC for scheduling cupcakes, but they also play South Carolina week one. So um, I, I have this team going nine and three. I think they drop South Carolina. Um, I think Clemson beats them. And I think they lose to Pitt at Pitt. Uh, before their bye week, but I, I like this yeah. North Carolina team. It's one of those like they're going to be fought. They're going to put up points. Their defense is dog shit. What the hell? Who's their defensive coordinator? He's ass. He gave me so many heart palpitations last year when I would bet on UNC. North Carolina. Well, yeah. I mean, the App State game is a good example of just. Letting letting that team score sixty five yeah. against you is crazy. Th- that is Gene Chizik. Gene Chizik oh, the old should Auburn not have guy. a job. Yes, why? He's a champion. He has a trophy. Oh my fuck! Yeah, Does so Mac would, Brown even have a trophy. Joe, Joe Flacco has a fucking Super Bowl yes. win. That doesn't mean he's a good quarterback. What are Excuse we? Excuse me, Joe Gene... Flacco is an elite quarterback. Shut the. Oh god, I forgot you're a Ravens fan. <laughs> you're a Bengals fan. He's... Of course you'd say that. Yeah. He is an elite quarterback. <sighs> anyway. Um, Fuck Gene Chizik. Fuck Gene Chizik. Yeah, this is an I, anti-Gene Chizik podcast. Right, yeah. that We should call it that. That should be our podcast name. <laughs> Fuck anti-Gene. Gene Chizik. Yeah, anti-Gene pod. Um, no, I like UNC. I, I have no idea what to think about their defense. Um, I, I, I mean, May is a Heisman hopeful. If they can win 10 games, he'll probably go to New York. Um, yep. Which I think they could. They don't play FSU or Miami. Um, yep. Right. No, they play Miami. They do play Miami. Yeah. Oh yeah, at right. home. Naturally, naturally. Uh, but they don't play FSU, and um, I don't know. I, I guess I have them losing to like Clemson, NC State, and and I think I have Pitt beating them yeah. and having them. They'll finish like ranked twenty five and be nine and three. That yep. I feel that feels pretty pretty accurate. That yeah, that feels right. Um, feels right. Speaking of NC State. Their win total is six and a half, a long drop of what it was last year. My, I look, I'm going to own my mistakes. Okay. Not all of us are brilliant. I'm not, I know I was talking about how I was reading books earlier. Um, that doesn't mean I have a damn bit of, of knowledge in between this brain. I picked NC state to win the ACC last year. Plus 800. Oh. I was like, Oh, plus 800. Like I, I got some value. I was wrong. I stink. I'm stupid. Um, Devin Leary is now transferred to Kentucky. How, yeah. How, well, what are to your be thoughts fair, he did. He, he got hurt last year, yeah. like midseason. Um, yeah. And if he was healthy, I bet that team plays in a late bowl game. Like they, they were really good. Um, yeah. So I, I don't judge you that much, but again, uh, Clemson was free, so you did make a mistake. But yeah, <laughs> I have NC State uh, six and six. 
um, and and definitely not seven and five. So if the line six and a half, I would take the under very confidently. Um, I don't even think I went through and wrote down their schedule. I mean, I have them beating mm-hmm. like Wake. I have them beating Louisville. Um, yep. Like couple couple big wins. I still think they're like a good program, um, but they just don't have the talent in my eyes. Like this is just going to be a down year for NC State. Yep, I'm the same. I'm the same way. Um, I have them eight and four actually, but the I still don't like. I think they'll win the games they're supposed to, and they'll lose to the big dogs. I think it's pretty. They'll they're going to lose to Clemson and Miami and Notre Dame, and uh, you know I think they'll beat teams like Virginia and Marshall and UConn. Like that's that they'll beat the teams they should. They'll lose the teams they won't, and I think that kind of puts them in that eight and four, seven and five type of range. But, yeah, I guess I have them losing to a couple of the non-big dogs, but yeah, um, which those if those games are toss-ups, I mean, exactly. And I, I mean, I just don't think NC State's got it this year. Um, that's just how it is. Yep. Uh, let, let's move to uh, Pitt, Pat Narduzzi's squad. Um, they had Israel Abanaconda last year running back. Their running game is like pretty damn good. Um, they now have. Phil Jerkovich as their quarterback, which we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know if he's – do you know if he's going to end up being the starter? I would assume so. Uh, yeah, like, I think he is um, just because – well, I just know that Pitt is like – they've had pretty shit classes. Um, yep. Both recruiting and transfer. Like they're just not getting talent, uh, which is weird because yep. I feel like they – almost kind of made a name for themselves. I think they have an ACC championship in the past three years. Um, yeah. And they just couldn't recruit from it, which doesn't happen often. They are also not returning any production, really. They're like 130th in the country. <laughs> yep. Um, a lot of new faces. Yeah, a lot of new faces, and, and, and apparently the faces aren't all that good. Um, so I just think – that there has to be since it was two years ago that they won the ACC, there has to be at least enough residual talent for them not to be a dumpster fire quite yet. Right. They, they still have a good yeah. coach. Um, and, and, and they're kind of like riding, like they've been a, a pretty decent team. Um, you know, they, they won the game against West Virginia last year, which was electric. Right. Or did they lose yep. that? I, I always forget, but. Yeah, they won that game. Yeah, they won right on, on the terrible, terrible drop pick pass. six by JT yeah. Daniels and yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I, th- I think they can go seven and five or six and six. I don't know what their win total is. I didn't look at any of that. Um, yep, their win total seven. So, yeah. Okay. So I, right what right. do I have them at? I have Pitt. I, I have them at eight and four actually. Um, wow. Yeah, but I, I do think that like if we were to talk about not this year, but next year, I think Pitt might like really drop to like a three win team, but I think they, they have enough in the tank to like kind of give it a run and maybe get lucky. And I'm just taking a flyer, I guess. Yeah. I I have them going seven and five. Um, I like that number at seven, so I'm not going to bet it either way, but um, I have them dropping like wake forest. uh, Just a, I think they'll drop a game here or there. Um, I also have them losing the backyard brawl to West Virginia. Um, I, yeah. I, I think West Virginia stinks. I think their West Virginia's entire season is that game. Like their their entire season is the backyard brawl. They do not give a shit about anything else. 
So I that's think they'll fair, win that game. Honestly. It's in West Virginia. I didn't really like, consider that, but that's very fair. That That is my – Yeah, they're going to care like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think they go 7-5, decent year. Um, speaking of Virginia's, not West Virginia, but Virginia, um, obviously they had a really devastating um, season last year, um, canceled the, the end of their season uh, because of, you know, they had three players um, who were shot and killed. Um, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. I, I think Virginia is going to have a very bad year. I, yep. Yeah. I mean, Tony Elliott's their coach. He's the old Clemson OC. So shout out Tony yeah. Elliott. Um, I have them going four and eight. I, I, I actually think with the Virginia teams, I didn't even look at their schedule. I just kind of was mm-hmm. like, what, what does it feel like? Cause I know both are going to be bad. Everything yep. you see, read here is like, they're the bottom barrel. Them and, and BC. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right, we'll, we'll go UVA four, VT two, because I think VT is worse. Um, and like, yeah, I, I honestly have nothing else to add because I don't, I don't know their players. I couldn't name yeah. one player on either team. The only, the only player that I did know from Virginia was Brennan Armstrong, and he transferred to NC State. So yeah, no, I don't, I couldn't, like, I, I know a couple of other guys on their teams that transferred out. Like, I just don't know who's there. I don't, maybe we'll be shocked, but I I doubt it. All right. So talking Virginia tech, which Virginia tech is, I'm going to be honest. They're in a really weird spot. I don't know how I feel about Fry as the, or Brent Fry as the head coach. They currently have a win total. um, Let me check here at five and a half. And it's not great. Which is high. That's high. Higher than I thought it would be. So, based on what you thought it would be, uh, how do you how do you expect Virginia Tech season to go? Yeah, I mean, I feel like VT's just fallen off the wagon, and there are no signs um, of them sort of doing their best to to right the ship. Mm-hmm. So, just to me, it's going to keep crumbling until something happens, and uh, this year is going to be as bad as it gets. So, I have them going like two and ten. I think they're going to be bottom of the ACC. Um, they have games against like Old Dominion, um, you know, some of these Virginia teams that I think they'll probably lose as yep. they've done up late. Um, and, you know, maybe in one or two years, they'll start to figure it out, hopefully, because they have one of the best like traditions in college football. I like when they get primetime slots. You Without know? a doubt. Without a doubt. Right. So it's like, you know, I, I, I've met Frank Beamer, great guy. Uh, th- those Tyrod Taylor teams I grew up on. It just all feels right in the world when VT's not garbage, but I guess they're just going to be garbage in my in my mind. Yeah, they got a, a pretty schedule in terms of ACC. Um, they, their home games are fairly difficult. They play NC State at home. They play Syracuse at home. Um, I just I don't have them win. Pittsburgh at home. I don't have them winning a ton of these games, to be honest. Um, they won three games last year. I don't see a marketed improvement. Uh, they're going to have a quarterback battle going into camp between uh, Kyron Drones and Grant Wells, a redshirt junior and a redshirt sophomore. Both have you know, not a, a ton of experience playing at the highest level. I There's just nothing about this team that really instills a ton of confidence in me. Uh, yeah, I don't know either of those quarterbacks. Like, I... That's the thing with Virginia Tech is, like, I, I dive into 
every team before the season starts, but I don't. I, I didn't spend much time on VT because I would have heard something if we were expecting like a bowl season for VT. So that's why five and a half is kind of yep. crazy. And six wins is a bowl. I have them under five and a half. Um, I got them going four and eight. I just don't. There, there's nothing about me about this team that really excites me. Um, so let, let's keep yeah. it moving with Wake Forest, which Wake Forest is going to see a dramatic change at the most important position in the sport in quarterback. Going from Sam Hartman to, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm not 100% sure who their starting quarterback is going to be going into this season, but I can tell you right now. Have they, like, I Hartman. guess they've probably announced it. Yeah, he's not Sam Hartman. But there's nothing about Wake Forest that really gets me going. Um, I know a while ago they hadn't announced it, so... I, uh, and I'm forgetting who the options were. Um, but I, again, I do, th- I think that Wake Forest is well coached and, uh, definitely becoming a weirdly like a transfer hotspot commodity wise. Yep. Um, yep. honestly, more in basketball than football, but in both, mm-hmm. um, which is just kind of just, it ha- it's never been that way. So it's interesting to me. Yep. Um, I know some people in high school that went to Wake Forest to play football just because it was kind of like the bottom barrel of the ACC back then. Um, so they were handing out scholarships to like the one star recruits. Um, no offense to those guys, but hey, they must have been real they, smart, you know. though. I mean, you got to be smart to get into Wake Forest. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even think that they were but, um, <laughs> just shitting on your high school. It's like, yeah, the talent we produce was ass. Um, I mean, no, it's just Wake Forest, you know, now, now they're starting to get some, some bigger name, uh, talent, I guess. Uh, yep. And, and I do, I do think they're going to have, you know, some residual talent without Sam Hartman and I, I have them doing pretty well this year. What do you, what do you have? I have them at four and eight. They just play an absolute gauntlet of a schedule. Um, they play Vanderbilt at home, which say what you will about Vanderbilt, like that is not an easy game. Like there's nothing about that game as a pushover. And then they play the, it, they play the toughest teams in the ACC based on what I have record prediction wise in Florida state, Clemson, Pitt, NC state, Duke, Syracuse, like that, that is the top half of the entire ACC in my mind. Plus they play Notre right, Dame. They got Notre Dame. At Notre Dame. Yeah. Like that's, it's just brutal. It's a brutal, brutal but, schedule. I think they're a better team than four and eight. However, um, that's what I have them at because so that's the games they play. The way I see it is those are the six games that they're going to be dogs in, and I just don't. I think they'll win one of them and go seven and five. Uh, I doubt Ooh. it's Clemson, Florida State, or Notre Dame, but they could be NC State, Syracuse, or Duke. Or maybe shock the world. They almost beat Clemson last year. You know, it was a double overtime game. Yeah. Uh, granted, yes, they had Sam Hartman. Um, but it, it really, they have enough talent and they have the coaching to, I think, compete against anyone. Um, so, I don't know. It's not like I'm like, oh, Wake Forest is going to be like scary by any means. But I think they'll absolutely get into the bowl discussion and, and finish like 7-5. and five. Yep. I don't, what's their win, the win total? total is six. So, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I'm, I'm lower that on them than consensus, but... Um, I mean, it, I also think there's no way they lose to Vanderbilt. Um, I know, 
I feel like maybe you've been on like SEC Reddit or something <laughs> for doing that. SEC like, bias is coming out, even though I just hate people. Just who like you're reading things like that are people are like, oh, actually, Vanderbilt's not that bad, like because the SEC's great. It's like, no, no, no. Vanderbilt is bad. They're that bad. Uh, and I think Wake Forest will handle them, uh, in my opinion, obviously. It's but. my bias in liking Clark Lee as a head coach. Uh, I like Clark Lee as a head coach. So that's. That is that yeah, is just no one no one go yeah. yeah look give me all the hate that you want um, we got one more ACC team to talk about and it is Syracuse so Syracuse is a team that I am very very high on um, they have well in my opinion one of the most underrated head coaches in the sport in Dino Babers like he is a he is a good coach like he is a good coach. Um, that being said, they have um, Garrett Schrader as slated to be the number one guy. I think he's secured that spot pretty handedly. No, Syracuse's win total is six and a half, which was really, really kind of surprising to me. Like the, I, I think they're a much better team than that. See, I, that's where we differ clearly on Wake Forest and Syracuse, which is funny to save the best for last, but... Um... I, I think their heart and soul was their their running back last year. He had yep. the charisma, the personality. Yep. He was kind of like the leader on the team, and he's gone. Um, Sean Tucker, baby. And again, pleased. I'm pleased yeah. with my performance. I'm gonna miss those tweets, man. Yeah, I, I hope we I see know, him on Sunday tweets. still. Like I, I, yeah, at some point, right? Um, with all these running backs holding out, I feel like we might good. see him on Sundays, but. Point is, like, yes, that team scares me as a Clemson fan just because they always play Clemson well. But I'm not afraid necessarily of their quarterback situation. I don't love their offensive weaponry. Um, Their schedule's not like a cakewalk by any means. Um, And and I just, I guess I wasn't considering the coaching because I don't know about it as much. But I have them going five and seven. That's fair. So I... We, this is far and above the the most that we differ in terms of record. I have Syracuse at nine and three. Yeah, I I have them beating <laughs> Purdue at Purdue. I think Purdue is going to struggle. Um, I don't I don't know how I feel. They have Hudson Card, which may be their saving grace. But I I like Syracuse. They they played last year, right? Syracuse yes. Purdue, and it was like last second miracle Syracuse win, Yes. If like I remember a, correctly. A Hail like, Mary at the end of the game. The fourth... The, pile, left pylon. Yeah. It, it yeah. was 10-9 to nine at the end of the third quarter. The oh, final score yeah. was 32-29. to 29. Like, it is just an yeah. unbelievable end to that game. One of the best games of the, of the entire season, to be very honest with you. Yeah, honestly, I had a great time watching it. Um, and I'm kind of expecting more of the same. It's just going to be like, flip a damn coin. Yep type of game like Purdue easily could have won last year like Syracuse fans will admit it's like oh we beat Purdue it's like well that was a tie really yeah (laughs) yeah it it was insane um but the thing about Syracuse's schedules the back half is what really I really love after their bye week which is in week eight uh they get Virginia Tech on a Thursday night which night game in Blacksburg may be tough but it is after their bye um and then they get Boston College at home Pitt at home at Georgia Tech, and then at home against Wake Forest. Like, I would not be surprised if they went 5-0 and on the way out and had themselves a pretty nice season. They're, they're out of conference schedule. Colgate, Western Michigan, and Army don't really scare me outside of Purdue. Purdue's the bit, the closest one um, that I think, you know, could be a... a yeah, see, I there. feel like 
I mean, Army is a different story, but like a Western Michigan, I think could could beat Syracuse because I kind of agree. Like the back half is where I have them getting a lot of their wins, but um, just not running the table back there and then dropping a couple weird ones early. You know, mm-hmm. that's just how I have it. Um, but listen, I mean, predictions are uh, never going to be accurate. But that finishes ACC for yeah. us, yeah? so here's the deal. I know we said we were going to do Notre Dame. The problem is we ran a little long. And um, I, I don't think that it would do a service to Notre Dame fans or to ACC fans if we just kind of threw Notre Dame in at the end. So right now, as the time of this recording, we have 122 subscribers on the YouTube channel. When the channel gets to 150 subscribers, we will drop the Notre Dame video. So we will make Notre Dame a separate video in and of itself. You know, we'll do 10, you know, 10, 15 minutes maybe on the Irish. Um, I'm ready for Nick to, you know, shit down my throat a little bit as my fandom comes out. But you'd be surprised at what I have Notre Dame doing. But we'll save that. You guys got to subscribe and you'll find out what I have to say. All right. So make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. It is the best way to support um, also, make sure we're. I, I'm going to speak for myself here, Nick. I'm going to start dropping uh, short little videos on the on the TikTok and Instagram, doing predictions and previews for some of these teams, so we can give people a taste, you know. Um, but uh, make sure you guys yeah. follow us on uh, TikTok and Instagram and um, all those platforms. I know Nick, you've been popping off on the old TikTok, so um, I'm just trying to get like you, my boy. Uh, <laughs> I got to get back on the grind, yo. We're in the dead era of sports, but. I'm starting to feel that football Dude, juice back into my bones. I've had people comment on my videos and be like, I'm so glad to see you in my feed. Like, we're almost there. And I'm just like, fuck, yeah, we Yeah, are. that means we're almost there. Exactly. Yeah, we are. And, like, I, I think all three of my fantasy group chats, like, we're, we're chatting yeah. today. Um, like, we, I did my draft order. I'm locked in. Like, I'm going to start doing mock drafts. I'm look, I've been looking at college football. I'm watching, like highlights of old games from last year just to feel something i don't know if you ever do this but like i'll throw on like a three and a half hour long video of a game that i never saw from like 2010 like auburn versus west virginia if that even is a game and i'll just watch the whole thing and be like wow Uh, this is amazing i I want i watched (laughs) the uh bush push like a week and a half ago just to feel something and that i watched (laughs) that documentary have you seen the documentary on that no that I recommend watching. It's you find it on YouTube. Okay. It's like fifty minutes. I'm, um, I'm in. God damn and it. it's so. I goddamn it. Yeah. I'm in. I have a, a Brady Quinn. <laughs> I'll bite. I have a Brady Quinn green jersey. Like that. The last time they wore those jerseys was the Bush Push game. So it, it, it breaks my heart. Which is crazy. Yeah. But uh, make sure you guys give us a give us a uh, like and subscribe. We will see you in the next one. We are doing uh, the Big Ten next. Big 10 preview next up, so...